Hot Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900hotdog.com. We're the last comedy website. Come read us and support us. We have an all-star cast of amazing columnists along with me, the internet's Sean Baby, and my co-host, the robotic-operated Brocky, Robert Brockway. <laughs> uh, Robert Brockway, here's a Brockway fact. In the sport of car jousting, I have never been defeated <sighs> by a man. No follow-up questions. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> our guest today is a popular YouTubist and anime man, known online as Mother's Basement, Jeff Thu. Welcome! Hey, it's hey. good to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. I, I must say, it is an honor to be on a podcast with the man who invented being funny on the internet and Robert oh. Brockway. <laughs> the pleasure Thank is you. all ours. <laughs> as the man who invented being funny on the internet. As the uh, man who invented being Robert Brockway, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're both geniuses. In exactly uh, the same way. Now, Jeff, our stars aligned recently because we did an anime week here on our website. And Brockway mm-hmm. and I teamed up to talk about Happy Science, the death cult who made a cartoon. One of the Japanese death cults who made their own cartoon. One of and we, uh, have yeah, to be we, specific. <laughs> okay, to, to be clear, they're not a death cult yet, although oh, they have had okay. rivalries with several death, death cults. And one of their movies... <laughs> does like very lightly advocate for sacrificing an entire stadium full of people for the sake of holding up your faith in the great El Cantare. So I would I argue that they're there's... getting to death cult lately. Yeah. They're getting they there. Started, they're getting they there for sure. The, uh, the COVID denial. Well, not even denial. But they started selling like magic cures for COVID that, that did like nothing and like did wireless vaccinations. of, it's, of it's, like, it's, energy. So they call it musical yeah. medicine. Yeah. for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they, both yeah. of those things count as death cult for me. Like killing a stadium of people and COVID denial both count. Well, no, they're not killing a stadium of people. It's a, so in this, in this other movie that you guys didn't covered, uh, th- there's a uh, charlatan running a cult pretending to be the reincarnation of Buddha. And obviously mm-hmm. the real reincarnation of Buddha, Ryuho Okawa, isn't very happy about that. So they have like a big cult fight in a in a crowded stadium and Cold the main fight. and the main character so the evil buddha is like you have to denounce that buddha as the fake buddha and say i'm the real buddha uh or i'll kill all this all the people in this stadium and she thinks about it for a second she's like nah el cantare is more important than that Okay. It feels like they're really just testing the waters for a death cult. Like they're like, absolutely. How would you, how would you guys yeah. feel about maybe a little death cult? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> There's yeah, no, there the, is a whole rabbit hole. There are uh, 30 years of films at this point. And you guys did select the craziest one. Uh, okay. The one uh, where Hitler and Nietzsche poke battle with God Eagle to... Yeah, Hitler's giant mechanical awesome. war elephant that he psychically tandem pilots with Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to beat. I feel like there's flying Einsteins. I, anime really bounces yeah. off my brain. I don't remember all the details. There were, there were no, there's infinite, infinite Einsteins. Yeah, infinite yes. Einsteins. He could like Seems replicate unfair. himself to infinity, and they uh, they use that to form sort of a shield towards the end, which was... Are we just talking? We're just talking about this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the wrong movie. We are uh, talking sp- about the wrong movie. We're supposed to be talking about Steel Justice, though it's sometimes called the much better name Robosaurus. Uh, this is a failed two-hour pilot from 1992 for a TV show about a cop whose grief lets him transform into the monster truck Robosaurus. 
except not exactly. That's how it was sold. But as we'll get into it, that's not exactly how it plays out. How, okay. Um, how do you back down from that? How do you say I, like, this is what it's about and then not follow through on it when it's such a great yeah, idea? That's a, that's a super good idea. So, uh, I do want to clear one thing up. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another movie five years earlier called Steel Justice. Uh, it was about the bad guy from Karate Kid who was also a cop, but instead of uh, can turn, turning into a monster truck, he hunted the evil Vietnamese general that he knew from the war who was now like a drug dealer in America. So don't so get them mixed up. So this is a franchise up. is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yes, this is a sequel to yeah, that that's movie. Like, that's like a Robosaurus. I mean, it's like so, a metaphorical Robosaurus. I, I didn't read the pitch for this before I agreed to do the like like the actual like summary for this before I agreed to 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 do this movie with you guys. I I looked up Robosaurus and I saw what Robosaurus is. I was like, mm-hmm. oh boy, this is a real life mecha movie. So, yeah. um, so you thought that, we we're going to be talking about the actual like monster truck robot thing. Yes, the real the the world's first real life pilotable giant robot to my knowledge. Um, and I was like, that's perfect. I'm an anime guy. That's Mecha basically. Yeah. Um, and then I actually watched the movie and it's not that. <laughs> you know what? Not this does count close. as American anime. This is, <laughs> this is how America it, it, does anime. It definitely <laughs> does. I mean, it started with like five straight minutes of just stock footage of, uh, old maps and stuff. And that's a classic anime move. Hmm. Um, yeah. the lore, changed like 12 times throughout the runtime classic anime move um, <laughs> it all works a good point uh power of friendship saves the day classic anime move uh this is uh clearly anime this is the Infinite u.s Einstein's. evangelion uh robo look up some uh robo source facts and well can we can we pause real quick here and entertain what i'm certain is a ridiculous possibility but we should entertain it what mm-hmm. if people don't know what robosaurus is Impossible. We'll have to. It well, it's, we in have the Chris. <laughs> it's in the it's name. It's in the name. You fucking source. idiots. <laughs> okay, but it is okay. It is a genuine. Uh, I what was it like mid eighties invented? It is a genuine, actual, functional robot. It's like three stories tall. Kind of supposed to be a truck. Kind of supposed to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And it was mostly at monster truck shows where mm-hmm. it would pick up cars with its claws kind of pretend to eat them with its giant steel jaws and blast fire out of its nose. And it, it fucking kicks ass. It's uh, a, yeah, it it's America at its purest. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it really is. And I mean, if you've got uh, something like that already that actually works, why not make a TV show out of it? Right. Right. You already had it. It exists. So just let somebody film it and you have all of the money in the world. Unless you do exactly what this show does. <laughs> Uh, they did actually build him in uh two years before they filmed this so the second they made him it took that long before they made a 90 minute tv show pilot out of it see i would be i would i would have made it immediately the second it came online i would be hiring don johnson (laughs) you'd be making multiple tv shows like if i i think you know any of us in in our modern hustle culture understand that you gotta like you know you, you can't just put your eggs in one basket so if i had a robosaurus i'd be making a robosaurus reality show uh-huh. oh, yeah. uh robosaurus um uh you know the the uh, the scripted drama obviously i would find romance, some way to take romance. it on tour and put children in danger with it uh, oh, of course. because that's the best you know, i think they had i think that's the one they actually did 
I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I would have it be a Louisiana law enforcement officer oh, alongside one. Steven Seagal. Ah, that's that's a much better concept than uh, this movie. Ro- Robo Seagal? I, I right. don't know. Robo Seagalus? I think you just keep it simple. Robosaurus and Seagal. Yeah, yeah. They they team up. I like that in everybody's version, Robosaurus gets top billing. (laughs) Yep. Only Uh, natural. We read today that it costs $2.2 million to build and weighs 31 tons. And it recently sold, well, not recently, but in 2008, uh, it sold for a quarter of that in auction. For $500,000, we could conceivably maybe pool that like if we if we really wanted to we could track it down kickstart that yeah that is such a deal for a robosaurus (laughs) that would that would be i think the the hook that this podcast needs to really hit the next level just a rope just have a robosaurus in the room with you when you record it okay that is legitimately a great idea for a podcast Mm -hmm. just start a podcast and the whole mission is just we're going to eventually pool enough money to buy robosaurus <laughs> I like Jeff's idea to just record the podcast from Robosaurus, just screaming yeah, that's, from that's the what you smashing will do industrial gears and fire. <laughs> that's what you do. You will record your podcast as you destroy everyone who opposes you. It's the perfect plan. Plus and that's and that's when you that's when you pivot into political podcasting, where the real money is. <laughs> Get your really. Rogan up in that head. <laughs> and now Joe Rogan's going to push the fire button. COVID is alive! Fire! <laughs> I see Dr. Fauci! Fire! <laughs> what are they going to say? You're Robosaurus. We just cured COVID. Or at least we fixed it so no one will acknowledge COVID for fear of Robosaurus. <laughs> uh, Great start to so, a podcast, everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, this So... Robosaurus is played uh, by Robert Taylor, who's the main guy. Uh, David Nash is the character name. Uh, he has been, uh, according to IMDb, he's been in 75 things. And uh, really? I, I think it's a testament to his shit. charm that I have never seen him before in my life. And I have seen several of the things he's in. Uh, <laughs> it's like Australia, they tried to make their own Richard Dean Anderson and didn't quite get it. Uh, it's co-starring J.A. Preston, who, according to his IMDb, has played a judge 2,700 times in his career. So uh, congratulations wow. to him. <clears throat> the guy that looks like a fucking judge. He really does have a judge mm-hmm. thing. He kind of plays a weird time hippie in this, but like he's very judgy, I guess. He's even, and I guess also he's starring a... Season Hubley. How can you How can you not say Season Hubley? They gave you a chance to say Season Hubley and you're leaving it to me, so I took it. Thank you for, for taking care of that. Yeah, his partner is played by a woman named Season Hubley. Who uh, her IMDb looks like it's mostly softcore porn, uh, but none of that's in here. This is a very chaste uh, show. Robosaurus mm. does not fuck. Like let the record. Yeah, no, show. no. This is this is proper Christian entertainment. I'm yes. putting together um, something that can prove definitively season hubbly fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. About a month from now, somebody will get this call back. Holy Remember shit. it. Mark it. The season okay. hubbly seed has been planted. Uh, okay, so it starts with like, like a dream setting. Uh, Magic Voice is talking about like some people are given the rare gift of transformation. Just absolutely not what you expect if you're looking at the back of this box. Uh, so How do you whiff it this badly? Like right off so the bad. start, when this started, I was like, 
wait, I got the wrong one because I saw there were two Steel Justices. And this yep. started with like a map and it was like fucking harps. And then there are sky <laughs> druids at Cloudhenge. And I'm like, oh, this is not the Robosaurus one. Yeah. Like, how the do you Sky Stonehenge? It's like Microsoft and Carta clip art for mysticism. It's just fucking generic. Like the 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 Stonehenge, like that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I, I yeah. didn't know what to expect going into this. But it wasn't fucking uh, Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. Um so so there's there's time travelers uh who go around finding people throughout history who can transform things one of those things things is a robosaurus but or into it's not clear from the opening monologue i don't think Uh, or the rest of the movie (laughs) so utterly pointless it's just like here's some details about this magic we're not going to remember or pay attention to ourselves plus it's already magic so do you really fucking care it's magic like, all right, hold on. That's enough. I, why Why on earth would you get this prompt? You have a show, you have Robosaurus, right? And you're like, okay, we're going to need to do some real stretching to explain mm-hmm. this. No, you don't, because Robosaurus's entire very successful career is showing up at a monster truck rally and just fucking eating cars and everybody uh-huh. loves it. It is yeah. proven that people do not need an elaborate backstory for Robosaurus. You could probably buy VHS tapes of Robosaurus just doing that for 20 minutes. <laughs> Could and have. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. so, so one one thing I'm a little bit so so the one thing about the intro that is confusing is it's it's not sure what the it's not clear what the power of transformation is. The second yeah. thing is I don't think they're actually time travelers. No, I'm pretty sure they're just immortal. He's just very old. Yes, and yet they do say. They are traveling through time. And they also say that they teach people to transform, not not just to transform things, but we teach people to transform when in so yeah, they they have established their lore right up front and immediately they're confused about it. They're like, wait, yeah. what did we just say? Fuck. I feel There's like no they got translated change. into another language and then back. And they're just I mean, like, what? technically what? speaking, technically speaking, we are all traveling through time right now. And what's happening? Yeah. And, and I feel like you should say that way more nasally. <laughs> and also, technically speaking, <laughs> yeah, he said better. he teaches them to transform, which is an open-ended sentence. Uh-huh. So <laughs> you are correct. You're right. Insufferable, but correct. The best, the best kind. In what way have I lied, my lady? <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he snaps awake from this dream. And he's like on a stakeout, just having a nap and explains the dream to his cop partner. So can I, can I do the quote me. that he is? She asks him what it's about. And he says, it's about this black guy traveling through time, <laughs> finding different people and teaching them how to do weird things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's one guy and you describe him as black partner. <laughs> there's one I, black I, time traveler. Just, that's that's just his police training in action. He yeah. knows how to get to the it's material true. facts of a case right away, which is that the guy was black. Mm-hmm. And then forgets about the whole trance. Teaches him no, how to do weird things. Needed. Mostly foot stuff. It was a weird <laughs> dream. So I do like how so much of uh, what he tells her was conveyed like in the text of the show. Like uh, it's kind of a bit mysterious, but more or less communicated like, hey, we're magic druids. We have these powers. He explains it all to her anyway, which 
uh, I feel like it, it sort of demonstrates they have no faith in their audience. Like they're just like, okay, we'll show you the dream. Then this character will explain the dream to you. Uh, I guess I just made a note of that, that that's what they think of us, the, the people watching Robosaurus. And they're probably right that, uh, that we're dumbasses. But um, anyway, our main guy is the kind of person who tells people about his dreams. That's the main point. Um, there's not a worse kind of person than that. So already On a I stakeout, hate no less. Robosaurus. <laughs> where, she, where she can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Please shut up about your dreams, partner. No, you don't understand. He was like a wizard, but black, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You're right. That is crazy. <laughs> and then... Uh, then he uh, begins with just so much. Vo- I'd say 30% of this show is voiceover, and I want to play some of it here. Oh, oh, my name's Joy. Nash. I'm a cop working the B sector of the city. My partner and I are attached to a specialized police unit. That's Gina Morelli, my partner and best friend for the last six years. I'd be lost, I'd be without, lost without her. Yes, this is the same energy he carries throughout the entire show. It seemed as if the whole world was here. This resulted in grossly overcrowded conditions and clashing cultures. Oh, no, you can't have that. Cultures. Yep. Yep. That's like listed in the top three things that are bad with his dystopias. Like, God, some of these are fucking, I don't know what you call them, Muslims. (laughs) There is like a weirdly racist kind of vibe to this in a yes. way that isn't like 80s obliviousness like it's I, it's calling things out that uh i mean like the the one of the two black guys in the movie or one of the sorry one of the three black guys in mm-hmm. the movie uh is named uh tyrone mm-hmm. and do his voice gangbanger. Do no his nobody's carefully. allowed to do his voice <laughs> you are not allowed to do the other black guy's voice either yes the other one who I, has an identical uh voice he <laughs> is like placing bets on things on like crimes. Like, Hey, that guy's going to get away with crime. Give me a hundred dollars. Well, I think his words were, I need that C note baby or something close to that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, so in this, in this, in this dystopia, the, the justice system is so borked um, that uh, just because two detectives lit a fire on a guy's doorstep uh, without knocking, um, in order to bait him out, that gets the case thrown out, and there are uh, criminal Can you scum that shit? betting. Like you can't on, even burn uh, anybody anymore. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, it's it, it's such a crapshoot if dudes will get arrested. Um, I mean, to be fair, they were like, "Oh, you didn't read him his rights," and the guy shot up like half a city block. Yeah, it feels like. <laughs> I didn't know oh, that I had the right to not do that. But there's some police procedure that didn't quite go right. So I guess the other theme mm-hmm. of this is that, hey, uh, police are just handcuffed by all these regulations. They should be allowed to murder at will, which was the theme of every cop show. Yeah, it was every We can't blame this you, one for it. When you combine that with clash of cultures, you're like, okay, I get the tone you're going for. Everyone should be the same and cops should be allowed to murder. I, I, I get the theme of your show. But, it was but, weirdly out of proportion for the time. It was definitely mm-hmm. really hitting that hard, which yeah, is again the, not something I expected of Robosaurus. I didn't. Yeah, so, I didn't expect that either. I didn't know um, he was racist. It's uh, you know you, you learn all of these. You you look up to somebody for so long, mm. and then you finally meet them in person, and 
and they're not a robot dinosaur they're they're not a robot dinosaur they they work on magic and they're racist and it's just like your whole Uh worldview shattered i'm really a transforming racist white cop trying to impress his son i I feel like we're we're getting too far ahead his from beyond the grave I do want to talk about this crime, this this bust that they fucked up because they go after the perp uh, who like just they light a fire to say, hey, fire, you should leave your apartment. He just opens fire on his own front door because he knows he's like, there's no <laughs> fires. In this. And this is the cops doing that old fire trick. And then they chase him across the rooftops. And it's kind of a sweet scene because our guy does the Jackie Chan roof to window one floor down jump. And it's like a pretty kick ass stunt. And then in there. Uh, the black man from his dreams, remember, these are his words, not mine. He appears to like help him find the the perp and uh, not in time to stop like many more murders. But then he goes up to the roof and shoots him. Not a killing blow. Uh, he hits him with like a really like uh, seems deliberately noisy, like cop gun, like boom. He's just this, like what fucking Foley sound effect did they pull this from? It's so noisy. Hits the guy and he slowly screams to death for like 40 seconds. Uh, do you think that's about right? Maybe maybe three minutes. I don't know, but it was a very troubling death scene. Normally, in a, no, a, he, he doesn't. A he doesn't show. die. Right. I, I. You're right. I said screams to death, but uh, he does survive this horrible pain that goes on for a very very long time. Uh, and then the guy puts the time traveling wizard in his police report, and his CO is like, "Dude, did you just say that there's like a fucking magic time traveler up in that in that?" apartment because the family who lives there says they don't know a guy like that he's like no yeah, you he's you missed you missed an important detail about the family that, who lives there oh you're right he did uh tell us <laughs> what their nationality was or their race was uh, as he has to do every time he introduces yeah. the time traveling wizard as the black guy yeah you <laughs> said he was black 11 times but the family there is chinese so your story doesn't get up also uh, maybe leave the time traveling wizards out of it. You know, we live in a TV show where if we do something wrong during the procedure, then we have to let all the crime go. Anyway. Also, uh, the, the what was best was that he really just does point. Like the, the time traveling wizard just kind of points over there and it's like, he went that way. So you did not need to specify. It's not <laughs> yeah. like he, he floated down from the sky to help you catch him. It's just a pretty Well, pointed. maybe he did need to specify, right? Because he's like taking active on the scene advice from a, a black guy, right? And that's mm. in this police department, that's probably not good procedure. So he probably had to justify it. But oh, he's a time traveling wizard. You know, that's why <laughs> yes. I, that's why I followed his advice. Also, it says here you told your partner about your dreams for like six hours. Maybe <laughs> expressly <laughs> forbidden a... in the handbook. Uh, uh, also, the boss hated the jump. He's like, the only kind of guy who tries to jump like that is a guy who doesn't care if he makes it or not. But his partner was like, no, that jump was sweet. Uh, so And Jackie Chan. It's either somebody with a death witch or fucking Jackie Chan. And he was being Jackie Chan as fuck, sir. <laughs> I don't like it. Not on my force. He should have shot that guy. You know the guy I'm talking about. Don't make me say it. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so now we learn... <laughs> <laughs> now we learn that his son is dead and his wife left him. Like he's a very sad guy who probably did want to die when he made that jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they show him 
did he have like a space microwave or something? Is, did he like they, zap they his tried to make it dinner? look like a, such a sad life like he's divorced out of grief his son died but he like he just sits alone and reads like a nice book for a while he makes himself a little meal his apartment's not a shithole it's he's got See, like it seems plants. like he's really thriving all things yeah. considered like, like this is yeah. what a single man looks like yeah he, like he's got a table that cooks his meals for him with lasers mm-hmm. uh and I didn't think they should have him jerk off for 40 minutes. I mean, like... <laughs> this is what a single man's life looks like. It's, it's true. We, it's, it's artistic honesty. <laughs> uh, so now he uh, he has a flashback to his son's death. Uh, now, I loved this so much because it really did seem like a... Uh, like a like a 90s SNL sketch. Like, the, yeah. kid, is, the kid is in a baseball hat. Just, like... Like a Pictionary drawing of a kid. He's so happy. He's just down in the car waving to his daddy like, Daddy, I'm a boy. I love baseball and waving. And then this fucking dude comes by with a bazooka. Just <laughs> <laughs> apropos of nothing. <laughs> Explodes the shit out of that boy. As, then... as, um, as, as his father heavy rain screams from yes. the porch. It should also be mentioned that at this point he is holding a piece of Robosaurus and showing it to his son as though like, son, he, look. No, he had, to, he had to go in to get Robosaurus. Yeah. That's, right. That's, That's why right. he wasn't in the car. Why well, couldn't he be there? His, this damn Robosaurus. Robosaurus killed that boy. <laughs> Exploded my child. And then the time traveler is there, uh, the black guy, if you're, if you're wondering which one yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, and he's like pointing over to, a, I guess, it, this to me was very confusing. It almost seemed like this was going to be a time travel story where he was, he was going to go back and prevent this bazooka death of his boy as Robosaurus. Because we're now 15 minutes in the show. I'm like, it is time for our main character to turn into Robosaurus, obviously, as we were promised. Um, yeah, this this is the nightmare that that turns him turbo teen style. It's got to happen soon. Instead, we're treated to uh, some more flashback uh, or some more voiceover. Let me play this for you. It was the same recurring nightmare. Davy's death, feeling of helplessness and despair, and the mysterious figure beckoning to me. It seemed to be somehow tied into the Robosaurus toy that Davy and I had built together. But how? But how? All right, that's it. Uh, I think Zencaster actually sped that up for me, so that was nice. You know, I, I, used, to say, I used to say Robosaurus normally, but after watching this entire movie with him going Robosaurus, I can't stop. <laughs> like, I, yeah. it's like, it's his, like it's a last name. Like it's Mitchell Robosaurus. His his formal name is Steel Justice Robosaurus, <laughs> the third Esquire, DDS. So uh, he just wakes up. He does not fix this through some sort of time travel. He does not turn into a robot dinosaur. He just wakes up, uh, sees the Robosaurus like in his in his house, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just pet it." As soon as he leaves, it lights up. And in any other movie, this would be so fucking sinister. Like, it's just he's got evil red eyes and vicious shark teeth. But no, like, theoretically, this is going to be the good guy somehow. I like uh, that uh, in case we didn't get it before closing the door, he says, my dream seems to be tied to this Robosaurus toy we built together. He says that to nobody and then yes. closes the door. Yes. Th- that's another way that this is quite like anime. I don't I don't know if, if you, you guys watched a lot of... 
uh, children's anime in the mid nineties, but oh yeah, man, they, they sure loved explaining everything in every second of silence. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a, just a constant, constant running dialogue of exactly what he's doing at all times. Like, he, like he has no object what is permanence. David Nash thinking about what's motivating David Nash at this very moment. Like it's just, no, he'll, they'll stop the show. He'll look right at the camera and explain it. It's my wow. son's explosion. I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> Let's roll it again. Hi, Daddy. I love you. I love you. There he is. Bazooka time. <laughs> Daddy, I've exploded. But you they, can't bazooka they, that kid. Oh, so fucking bad. <laughs> so Toons is the driving cat. It's just completely absurd. Uh, even though a cat is dying, it's still, you know. And yet, as lady. we learn later, it's not absurd at all. Uh, that's right. They do pay it off. It's not completely random. It's a mistake, but not completely random. Uh, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, which was the one rule of this Robosaurus Sorry. podcast. <laughs> so uh, they go to the police station, and then we learn that like everything's corrupt. Crime can just you can just do whatever crimes you want because police can't ever keep all their paperwork straight. Um, Mostly exploding children. Yeah, Most, I, yes. I mean. Like, theoretically, they probably could get a bust, but, like, it's so hard to do police work without, like, severely damaging public property, abusing mm-hmm. people's rights, and killing people. It's just, it's so, you know, you got to feel for these guys. They were just allowed to do those things, or maybe, I don't know, this is going to sound crazy, but turn it into some kind of, a, I don't know, robot dinosaur, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy, that scene ends and our, our hero goes back home to uh, watch a home movie of his son inventing Robosaurus like he does every night. Like this story <laughs> this guy's just whole keeps life getting revol- hit. revolves around this toy. <laughs> and uh, then we cut to the uh, underground stomp percussion band that the criminal just, they just let him out of jail and he went back to his people and they are exactly what I just said. They all are just stomping and drumming. Now, I thought this was a bar where everybody has to drum, like one of those obnoxious theme bars, because it pans over literally everybody in the bar and everybody Mm. is drumming on something, even if it's not a great thing to drum on. Like, like this is the rule that all Latino gangsters in the future do. They go to the drum bar. (laughs) It's actually a nice community effort, and I bet it keeps them out of a lot of trouble. Yeah, I think you're right. He was uh, doing the Lombada with some lady on what seemed to be the dance floor, but there's only like the room for the two of them. So it looked like this guy's gang just drummed so he could dance with one woman at a time. Uh, the party gets interrupted by some like weird commando guy doing a really big personality that's sort of hard to describe or nail down. Uh, he's like, the, you, the colonel wants to meet with you. And uh, he's like, okay, sure. So the colonel is the... Um, He's the guy who has a, my my notes say he has a voice like a cartoon porcupine. He's the guy that tried to give Arnold Schwarzenegger the pill in Total Recall. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, you don't have to describe him to our listeners. Just tell him he's the guy from Total Recall. Okay, thank you. Uh, he has a little chihuahua. It's like just kind of eight different Bond villains all smashed together. It really together. is. They called him the Cardinal and then they cut to the guy from Total Recall with a chihuahua. Yes. Like, what? Yeah, and he's not in a military And he's outfit. not in a military he's, uniform and has yeah. nothing to do with the military. Just I, but I, I, you know, he's got sort of a Chihuahua voice too, and I think mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting to see a villain who's like a less menacing kind of dog, but still just like gobbles the shit out of the scenery in every yes. scene. Yeah, I really I really liked this villain. 
I feel like he could have used six or seven more things, like maybe a cape, maybe <laughs> maybe he had two peg legs. I don't know. Like I just I feel like they could have gone into a prop closet and just put some more stuff on him. Uh, so the the guy wants some MG seventy eights. He's like, I need some MG seventy eights to kill everybody. And he's like, mm, Sorry, all I have is these MG eighties. And the maniac's like, No, 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 fuck you. And he's like, No, check this out. So they just go outside and they use the MG eighty uh, and they shoot a rocket to kill the guy from the stomp bar. So like, this is what happens when you fuck up around the colonel. He got arrested, even though he got, got let go, the colonel's like, well, I can't have you getting arrested. So he explodes him with the missile. With the so rocket MG, Yeah, rocket launcher. I think the MG stands for missile gun, which rules. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> when I read MG 78, yeah, I thought that's going to be a machine gun. And here he's like, well, I've got to give you a rocket launcher, which is a very different weapon. I would think that if you want machine guns, someone hands you a rocket launcher, you're like, okay, I got to shift a, shift gears a little, but uh, this is very, very different from what yeah, I, I meant. Came I meant to kill like some specific people, though. <laughs> Do you have anything that could let me like specify who I kill? Is uh, is really what I'm in the mood for? <laughs> right. What, like a fucking spoon? Get the take your rocket launcher. Get the fuck out of my office. I, I mean. In this universe, rocket launchers do seem to be the go-to weapon for assassinations. <laughs> yeah, after this. I mean, or just just child killing, unless he was assassinating that child. Uh, I, so at first, I thought that um, like the kid was assassinated because... He, you know, his dad stepped out of the car and then the kid got blown up. So I, I thought it was like they were trying to get the cop and then couldn't. But um, it turns out that they just uh, were test testing the rocket out and the <laughs> yes. car happened to be occupied. <laughs> like, they, they own like a trucking company. Like they have so many giant parking lots where they could blow up something more or less without... <laughs> committing 200 felonies and murdering a child. Well, there's a but, there's a, the next bit after they explode Gomez, the colonel says, "You can take it, you can take down airliners with this thing." And Tyrone only understands drive-bys, of course, in, in this movie. And he's like, "Is this good for drive-bys?" And the colonel's like, oh, "Yes, it's good for drive-bys. It is not good for drive-bys. That is the worst weapon for a drive-by you could ever have." <laughs> But I mean, the colonel's a good salesman, right? He, yeah. he, he, yeah. he, know, he knows his market. He knows his product. Um, <laughs> I, I, guns. I, I, one of my favorite, like little things about his character is like after Tyrone leaves, he's like, Oh, I miss the days of international terrorists. <laughs> yeah. They did so much better violence than these petty crooks I'm dealing with now. Oh, <laughs> Uh, he really was like longing for the good old days of terrorism <laughs> when they when they had style. <laughs> so uh, let's see. What, my notes here says he next he uh, dreams and then tries to decode his dream. So he goes to um, the titty bar. Uh, can I can I do the quote where where he where he wakes up from that dream please. and decides to decode it? I haven't been inside a public library since high school. But the dream had been going on for months. <laughs> just good That's writing. That's what he fucking said. It's just it's good quality writing. writing. I... <laughs> and then he walks past, like, just the Blade Runner. Like, it's already, they're kind of doing a Blade Runner thing. But here they are, like, walking past, like, what looks like like a knockoff of, of Blade Runner's famous, like, setting. Anyway, uh, it, like, in a way, you can't not see it. Like, anyone watching is like, okay, yeah, we get it. Blade Runner. That's what you're going for. Um, 
then his uh, beautiful Asian neighbor throws herself at him. I say she's Asian because uh, everyone in this show uh, needs to be identified by race. That's just because you have to call her that one. Yes. Yes. Um, Mm. What's her name? Carol Lau. Carol Lau throws herself at him. She's like, oh, you have a bunch of lame ass dream books. So fascinating. I love stupid dream books, too. And she's like, oh, oh, you're just ignoring my advances. Okay, suicidal cop. I'll try again later. Like he has no interest in her and she is way out of his league. It's just such but a she fucking just, like stump. like he he leaves her in a bar to oh wait no that yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves I'm that's getting ahead it. of myself sorry yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself I should have <laughs> taken notes like you professionals did it's just yeah the the normally they try to sell anything about this man is attractive but in this scene he literally just like sits there and waits for her to finish talking I'm like that is his role in this scene you can see her just struggling like. Give me any, give me a look. Do something. Yeah. Just he's a fucking stump. He's an unadorned stump of a man. She's just rubbing up on him. Yes, yes. Those I need to get back penis. to Robosaurus. Yes. Speaking of that penis, I need to go, you know, take it into my apartment. Think about my my dead son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're unrelated. It's unrelated. <laughs> 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 I just, uh, I just, it, it, I need to take my penis with me. You see, it's not for that. It just has to come with me because it's attached to me. You get it. Oh, you're still interested. I see. Yeah. Weird. You, lo- you love it even more. You say. Okay. <laughs> so, so he comes back in. The Robosaurus is a different spot now. As a keen-eyed viewer, you're like, "Oh, Robosaurus has moved." As someone who read the back of the box, you know that this robot is obviously alive and part of some sort of magic plan. But they still think, you know what? We ought to explain this to the viewers. So the voiceover explains how, hey, toys can't move, but that dinosaur robot is in a different spot. So then he puts it back in the closet and it lights up the second he leaves. So I feel like the toy is as frustrated with this as we are. Like, when the fuck are we going to merge to form Robosaurus? Uh, it's 30 minutes in now and uh, he's still not a robot dinosaur. So we're mm-hmm. long past like the first episode of a, of a 30 minute show. And uh, and also it's becoming clear that like he's not he's not transforming the robot dinosaur. He has a dream connection with the right. robot dinosaur. Yes. It's just Which, there sometimes. Looking and, awesome and, as shit. Yeah. It, but but when it but like the dream connection's weird because when he it dreams about the dinosaur munching a car in his dream, the dinosaur goes and munches one of the model cars yes. in his study or possibly his kid's room. As if room. to further spell it out to you. Like, do you get yeah. it? You goddamn idiots. You don't get it still? David, wake up. I'm eating a car. This yes, brings he up, does have the dream about his kid dying I hadn't, again. I hadn't thought of, though, which is that you're right. This would have been a pilot split into two, which would have been, mm-hmm. you know, 45 minutes with commercials an hour. Where's the fucking break point that gets you to watch the second episode in this? There's nothing. Uh, God, Maybe they cut it I... for the theatrical release. Is it the Robosaurus, the, like, the, eyes lighting up just... in the closet? Like, what? I don't feel... Because that's 30 minutes in. So, like... All right, we'll watch, we'll watch for the break point in the next 15 minutes of notes. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's having the same dream. The Robosaurus is still like, hey, I'm alive. Please pay attention to me. Uh, the voiceover explains he's kind of figuring out something is weird. Uh, the toy gets out of the closet again. Uh, 
at this point, I'm kind of turning around on all of it, and I think I love it. Um, my notes say uh, Robosaurus is like a hotter ET. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that at some point he visits a police therapist in this section and he says directly like yeah. looks at him and says, I am having trouble separating dreams from reality. Yes. <laughs> like he might, and, and he's, he, but he's like, do you, do you think I'm fit to arrest people, hold a gun and like hold power of life and death over this city? And the therapist's just like, oh, you tell me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> No, let I, me spell it I out feel I am you, a sir. danger to myself and others. Do you think I should have a gun? <laughs> I'm seeing toys move, and uh, I, I have constant dreams about time travelers and my son's death. Do you Everywhere think I'm emotionally I look, my okay? Sure, whatever. Always exploding. <laughs> he does mention that the time traveler is black to the therapist, just in case anyone's <laughs> wondering. He does make that very clear. That, that's time. that's just protocol when talking to any police therapist. <laughs> that's true. It change, uh, changes the whole dream. The therapist just skipping ahead. So after you shot the time traveler, what did you do next? No, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I didn't, doctor. Oh, this okay, is a Now you're not making any sense. Unfit. You're not fit to hold a gun after all. Give, me, give me your badge. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Okay, so... Meanwhile, the uh, the bad guy with the scoopity doopity boop personality, he rocket launches a truck. Uh, so basically, they've eliminated all of Gomez's gang. He actually is uh, doing random drive-bys with the rocket launcher. Like, he thought yes. he really might have changed his mind, but he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to give it a shot. <laughs> Gotta try this. It sounds it's crazy, like, but it might work. Like they just took, for this, they took gangs, and then they set them to rocket launcher like it's a multiplayer match. I, I mean... <laughs> You, you gotta like you, you gotta have like a proper interest curve. You gotta escalate your story correctly. And when what you are escalating to is Robosaurus, you gotta start with rocket launchers. I Absolutely. think it makes sense. Right. Like tons of 80s movies had taken like gangs, but then they get a hold of more powerful guns. Like this is firmly a thing. Mm-hmm. But, but I'd never seen him just take it so that every gang member has a rocket launcher. <laughs> Not just a rocket launcher, a titanium rocket launcher. Oh, that's right. They're very special rocket launchers. Uh, but they, they've they've killed that gang now, so that arc is all wrapped up. And I feel like this might be where they would end episode one to say like, oh, hey, you thought Gomez's gang was going to be the threat. No, uh, it's actually the other bad guys, the ones that already have all the guns. Uh, that other gang is just unrelated to what we're doing here. Tune in next week to see more Robosaurus. And everybody would have said no. <laughs> yeah, What? <laughs> the robot could be the toy from the dream that hasn't done anything. He he did eat a toy car. I, I shouldn't I should be clear. And he's got a lot of charm. Like Robosaurus is very clearly a functioning like remote control device that's kind of cruises around the, the living room and he can sort of spin like a forklift. I don't know. I really like Robosaurus. Yeah, if this show um, ruled, it, that would have sold a lot of toys. Yes. Yeah, the pract- the practical effects in the in this show are legit nothing to sneeze at. Um yeah. They're blowing up trucks with rocket launchers. Moving a lot of time-traveling wizard action figures. The, <laughs> and, oh, and some, that guy. <laughs> on, some of the acting. Yeah, some of the acting's pretty good, too. Um, the black guy does a good job, I think. <laughs> yeah, his first non-judge role. Uh, fantastic as a... I never once thought he was a judge. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I got time-traveling hippie the whole time. <laughs> um, he's honestly like the best part of every scene he's in. 
Like yeah. he just <laughs> Well, the next he scene he is when he actor. like arrests him, right? Mm. Well, yes, goes, because of course, of course, yeah, he has to do that to his spirit guide. He is held. He off knows so his spirit guide because he's seen him in like five dreams at this uh-huh. point. <laughs> Got to yeah, so, arrest him. That's so they called David Nash to the crime scene of this rocket launcher attack, and he's like about to retire from being a cop. Like he goes up to his CEO and he's like, "God damn it, the, I've had all these dreams. My psychiatrist thinks I should be a cop, but I don't think he's right." And then, then he sees like something about serial numbers, and he's like, "Wait, shit! Those are the serial numbers from the rocket launcher that killed my boy." Like, it's I didn't it, follow it the, at all. It's, so they were the the serial numbers on the titanium plate from the rocket were silk printed, which ah. is and, and nobody else silk prints their weapons, so it has to be the same supplier. Of that's, course, that's his detective work at work. <laughs> so, but the dream guy is there, like. In person, he's not a vision. He's like, hey, you're the guy from my dreams. And he's like, yeah, dude, we have a destiny together. And he talks kind of crazy. And then he stops all exposition. He goes, these modern times, the women are spectacular. (laughs) 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 And then he just starts ranting historically, like, just, uh, I guess... The His one bit of everyone knows is uh, is mannequin with Kim Cattrall when she just constantly goes on and on about like, oh, this is when I was hanging out with Galileo. Oh, this is when Leonardo da Vinci and me went like to brunch. He's doing that shit where he's just like, yeah, yeah, me and Napoleon Bonaparte, we're all we're old pals. Uh, so he might be a time traveler, but he's also pretty crazy and weird, and he knows David's name, and so David's like, fuck this, you're under arrest. Uh, <laughs> So maybe around here is when they would end the first episode, just to let us know that uh, this show is going to really suck. Our hero is literally arresting the man from his dreams who would help him become Robosaurus. Like, that's how not Robosaurus this show is. Uh, that, is uh, that is like some of the most, like, genuine kick in the blue balls uh yeah. pacing i've seen in in like a story in some time like like <clears throat> they finally bring the man and his spirit guide together and he's like okay the story's gonna get start started now i oh no the the cop in me it's i can't i gotta arrest you, <laughs> you. what are the charges time traveling dick you know, explain <clears throat> myself you know as a kid if I was watching this show and that was where like the episode break was tune in next week, I think I might have cried. I think I would yeah. just start crying. It's really sad. I, think it's I, would, the be, I would have the mechanics Robosaurus. to deal with that level of disappointment, <laughs> not seeing Robosaurus of all things, Utter like betrayal. the best thing to see. If all the actors turned and looked at the camera and just said, fuck you, you don't get Robosaurus yet. Like it would have the same exact tone and feeling. Um, so the, they cut to the bad guys and they actually know the cop. They know David Nash because they killed his kid when they were testing out rockets. Like they know all of this. So it feels like things are coming together. They're each hunting each other because this guy's, I got to find the guy who does this rocket launcher. And then the guy's like, oh, I know who that guy is. We killed his kid. We rocket kill launched his son. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, we we have to find out if this is just a coincidence. Right. Mr. <laughs> Hit, my professional hitman who blew up that, that convoy just now. I need you to follow this guy. And then if he's, he's the guy, kill him. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I guess 
each side is trying to kill the other, except one side knows who the other is. And the other one theoretically will one day become a Robosaurus. So I guess that's a fair fight. Yeah. Uh, it's basically Death Note. Yeah. It's, that must be an anime. So I don't know why I said yeah, because I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <but> trust <laughs> that's yeah, that. It's like the hit show Death Note. Sure, of course. Yes. From, <clears throat> uh, the, the dream guide is named Jeremiah J. Jonas, <laughs> which uh, my notes say like, uh, God, let me find it. it says, I don't think you're allowed, should... allowed to name a black character that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said he should be in a Turkish movie asking for pictures of man spider. He is, uh, yep. I think, three J's that's taken. Uh, I, I he, guess says, he says he was born in a Mesopotamian village. So uh, Jonas is a Mesopotamian name. Yeah, nice fucking name, Time Pixie. Get the fuck out of here. The computer guy even asks, like, did you just dream him up? Like, no one can find him. He doesn't exist. Like, surprise, the magic time traveler from your dreams was a real magic time traveler. You fucking idiot. That you arrested for what? Vagrancy? Disturbing the peace? Like, what are the charges? He just throws him in the cell. Um, anyway, he says he's 2,356 years old. And then instead of saying like, okay, this is all starting to make sense. I believe you. He's just gloats. He's like, ah, fuck you. You're in jail. And I'm a sad cop. And I'm still white. <laughs> all cops are bastards. Even the robot dinosaur ones. So... Uh, especially the robot dinosaur especially. one, honestly. Uh, so this, uh, now who we know to be a fascist lunatic, he goes back home, he runs into his hot neighbor, <clears throat> who is just throwing herself at him sexually. She's like, hey, put those handcuffs on me. He doesn't care. He doesn't even fucking notice. Uh, so then he, God, what, he takes her home first before the bar. Yeah, and she offers to strip for him in the so, middle so, of the so street. He, he, is what he, he, yeah. take, what he takes her in after after she she yeah after she's like, "Ooh, what if I got naked? Would you use your handcuffs on me?" Yes. Um, and that, so he takes her up to his apartment <clears throat> because like it's pretty clear where that's going. Uh, but then his son's toy is in right. the, the <laughs> he lab. got cock blocked by Robosaurus. <laughs> yeah, he starts <laughs> complaining about the robot talking about his dead son. He's like. Uh, sorry about Robosaurus. My stupid dead kid made him. Fucking thing doesn't even listen for shit. Walking around eating cars. So they go to a jazz club. Fucking and they're stump, still stump of talking. a man. <laughs> they're still talking about his dead son and Robosaurus at the club. And the, the way they edited it, it made it look like he's just doing this for like fucking hours. <laughs> the whole, <straight>. yeah. <laughs> the, the whole ride there. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, let me tell you about my son. He had a hat and he loved to wave before he exploded. <laughs> the only thing I, he did not like being exploded. That's the real tragedy. He specifically told me his favorite things were Robosaurus and his least favorite things were being blown up with the rocket. <laughs> his second you, you favorite get the, things you get the tragedy, right? Unlisted. So <laughs> he takes her to, guy, a, to an ice bar. The, I, we have to mention it's, the it's, a, it's okay. a it's a safe. Yeah legal way to stay cool so that's some kind of global warming thing see i I kind of forgot that this was in a global warming future and so i was like i thought this was some sort of you know new drug like a safe legal way to get cold and then they show up there and there's a huge block of ice on every table and they have to like look around it and lean around it (laughs) and it's the the dumbest and clumsiest thing i've ever seen on a set like nobody thought that through at all super bad uh 
So the dream guy, the uh, the how do you say? It? I guess he's I guess he's I guess I'll just say it. He's black. He's, he's a the, very he black escaped, mother. Yes, he's he's escaped from prison and he's now playing saxophone in the band. And <laughs> so in, in so, sunglasses. So in sunglasses so, inside playing saxophone. So the cop is like, uh, I'm sorry, extremely sexy lady who's told me multiple times in the last half hour that she wants to have sex with me and keeps saying it harder and harder the more I talk about my dead son. There's a black guy out of jail right now. I have to go. <laughs> What's he doing, though? He's playing saxophone. He kind of like lures him sexily up the stairs, too. He's just like, I'm gonna like Pied Piper him up the stairs with the saxophone. He gets up there. He's like, a you're fucking under arrest. It doesn't like... He doesn't get up there and say like, okay, you're obviously magic. Like the only explanation for what's going on here is that you're magic. He's just, nope, I'm taking you back to jail in my personal car. And then he, on the way there, he realizes, oh shit, I left my date. So then he's like, hey, he calls into dispatch. He's like, someone needs to come pick up my date from the bar. Like, I don't feel this is a responsible use of police resources. She could just get home on her own, theoretically. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and I mean, like the the worst part is like a minute after that, uh, he he decides to just let the guy go, and yes. he could have just gone back and got her. And Why where did and where does the guy go? He goes right back to the ice club and plays saxophone with his sunglasses on. <laughs> just like I was having a good time doing that. <laughs> Until our hero is ready to finish his refusal of the call, which has so far gone on for like it was an such hour a at this weird point. storytelling thing yeah. to do the refusal of the call in like three parts with an interruption. <laughs> yeah, wait, and now Plus he's going to let it him... done so clumsily here because the guy's like, "Hey, you need to start listening to your dreams." That's what the the time traveler says, and and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you," but like. He's already listened to them. It's all he does. He quit his job because of the dreams. He he tells them to his partner, his stalker, his commanding officer, his shrink. Like, there's no character in this movie not fucking sick of his dreams and how much he listens to them. Uh, so anyway, 50 minutes in, still no Robosaurus. They should call because this. Because the only crying. Because <laughs> the only part of his dreams that he doesn't listen to are the part where he's like, you need to transform a Robosaurus. <laughs> yes. Come on, buddy. Take the hint. They're all like holding up signs. Robosaurus is like, you can be me. Uh, so there's a bomb in his apartment. But who cares? Kill him. He wants to die. He doesn't want to be in this movie. Uh, Robosaurus <laughs> grabs the toy, grabs the bomb. Does, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he knows it's there. Say it. <laughs> just, <laughs> he just rolls it into an alley. Oh, I fucking love he it. He takes so off much. adorably, like holding the bomb, like he's yes. proud of it. Like, look at this. Oh, I love it so <laughs> and, much. And then in case you missed that, um, the, the cop is like, oh, I didn't realize it at the time, but I've been <laughs> saved from an assassination attempt by a friend nearby. And exactly <laughs> at that moment, they cut to the Robosaurus toy in the middle of the street doing donuts and clacking its claws in victory. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it at the time. I it's um, just like fuck yeah, it's me. I'm Robosaur. I, I had that in my notes. His quote was, "I didn't know I'd been saved by a friend." And as he said that, it's the most <laughs> fucking beautiful glamour shot of Robosaurus like cruising through the night mist. I'm like, this this movie rules. Just every five seconds, every hour, there's just this moment where Robosaurus just steals the scene. Oh, I love it. 
Uh, yeah, this, when it when this movie goes hard, it goes hard. It's just like for some reason they chose to put the same flashback in it four times, mm-hmm. and like you said, split up the refusal of the call. You know what? Three different scenes. The only <laughs> thing that needed to be changed for this to be completely awesome is if Robosaurus was like the POV. If this was a main <laughs> character, and it was this was a story about him trying to get this stupid fucking human to realize that <laughs> <laughs> just all of the things he does, like whipping his claws out, and holding the honestly, bomb I experienced donuts. that. I experienced the film that way. I would. That's exactly how I was watching this movie. I was so frustrated for Robosaurus the whole time. Uh, he goes back to work and he tells them about a logo on the truck in his dream. But he, he doesn't say that it's a dream yet, right? He's still saying, like, this is my blind snitch. And they're like, your blind snitch or your magic dreams. He's like, oh, a real Uh-oh. person who exists. Uh, and so he's very excited. He like, this is a real lead because after the guy blew up his son with a rocket launcher, he drove into a, tr- a clearly labeled truck. And so they're like, all we need to do is find the logo on that truck. And then we'll know that whoever owns that truck ordered an explosion hit on my son. And uh, um, what was that logo? It's like a little genie coming out of a lamp. It is an and Indian so man in a turban over a lamp. Shit, you're right. Smoke making a circle all around it. You're right. More casual 80s racism. Uh, and then he he's so excited. He kisses his partner on the mouth at work. Deep. I made a very his, special his, note. His, but this is weird. His partner, who it's important to note, her like their big character thing is he's constantly treating her like one of the guys. Yeah, and that's that's their that's their character conflict. And yeah, he's and like you do with the guys, he's excited, so he kisses her on the mouth deeply. Man. Mouth. I like that they stayed with I'll her for a second, and right she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, she she's she's just like thinking, oh that 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 Asian bitch. She's not she's not gonna hear him talk about his dead son into the wee hours of the morning. Now where's the black? <laughs> now where's the black guy? We need to find this Indian man. <laughs> so, so he goes to Jeremiah J. Jonas, and they talk about his transformation powers, and they slowly, slowly, slowly get to the promise made by the tagline of the show. And right before he realizes. Oh, fucking duh. I can turn into Robosaurus. Of course. He just leaves. He's just like, I don't want to hear any more of this transformation crap from your magic <laughs> dream mouth. Uh, so he takes his partner to the bar, confesses that, yes, I've been just following shit I see in my Robosaurus dreams. Uh, again, I'm not sure if it's a bar because uh, I think they realized it was faster to turn off the lights than to build a cyberpunk set. So it's just the darkest movie. And they're just kind of by candlelight somewhere. Uh, they go to the trucking company. Well, hold on. This, this a- last scene was where he's telling her all of this shit. She, she starts that by saying like, you are telling me the wildest stories and none of this adds up. And like, you need to start making sense. And he says, I promise you, you meet me at this bar and I'll tell you the wildest story you've ever heard. It is the direct opposite of what she wants. <laughs> no, that's what I'm complaining about, David. And he sure enough tells her the wildest story she's ever heard. And she's like, all right, I guess. And you know, she um, got all dolled up for that. She's like, finally, he kissed me. Oh, it's happening. And she's like, did her makeup. And she's like, oh, we're meeting outside of work to tell a wild story. Like, we're finally going to fuck. And he's just like, my dreams, my dead son. Ah, oh, David. 
I, it's so. it's important to note that between those scenes, there was also a cutaway with the villains where yeah. uh, uh, the colonel uh, tells his hitman that he, he must have been lying about putting the bomb in the apartment. Yeah, uh, he thinks that, he like chickened out. Yeah, you're a you're a coward. You 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 coward. That's why you you got out and didn't assassinate the guy by putting the bomb in his apartment. I know you. I know how this went down. You got to the door with the bomb, and then you were like, "Oh, I can't do it," and you threw it in an alleyway. <laughs> Sir, I have exploded just... children with a rocket launcher. Do it all the time. <laughs> okay, does he? He fucking murders children. I think. I think he doesn't have a problem with this uh so he goes to the trucking company to find the leaser of the truck that took the car that killed his boy and he uh the colonel's like i didn't do it but he's like he clearly did it he's like taunting him and he like gives him a big stack of paperwork he's like this will prove i didn't blow up your son i mean had trucks in the area <laughs> i killed your boy and uh, it's just such a showdown just this candlelit like wizard's basement uh Anyway, and, and then he, in case if in, in case you don't pick up on the vibe, uh, the detective's like, it sure was a weird place in there. Lots of <laughs> guns, too many guns for a regular shipping organization yes. uh, operation. And also the colonel seemed really evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of that exchange, he asked the colonel, are you even a real colonel? And the colonel says, no, mad that I outrank you. Like, fucking not really. You're in the imaginary army. The same sentence. I'll name myself Star God. There's nothing <laughs> higher than that. Uh, so he goes home and he meets his partner and he's like, look at all this. Or his partner's like waiting there to ambush him. He's like, I know you went to that fucking trucking place, you maniac. And he's like, look, I got all this paperwork that, that proves he didn't do it. And, and then like... The bad guy's idea to kill him is just to drive his car into him, and you can uh, see he's frustrated. Like he's used yeah, to well, I mean, he's he, he's a, a ca- he he got called a coward because right. this guy some somehow somehow got the explosive out his uh, out of his apartment. He doesn't know about Robosaurus, so That's obviously true. he's 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 pretty he, he's he's got investment in ramming his car into this guy. That is, right. is if he doesn't do this, his boss is going to think he's a chicken. And his boss tends to blow up people he thinks are chickens. So, That's like, a very good point. you know, yeah, you know, yeah they thought that little boy was a pussy. There's only one That's punishment, and it's rocket launcher. <laughs> uh, so uh, he rolls over the top of the car like you do, and he comes up, just shoots the shit out of the car. So this should be a pretty easy catch for the police. Like, hey, I got run over. You're looking for a car with 200 bullet holes in it. Uh, instead, he turns around, and his partner is dying in the garbage. And she's like, uh, uh. Oh, she gives a very long speech about God that uh, is a little strange. And then she goes, I'll, I'll be waiting for you up there. So great. More grief for sad cop. Uh, you've got, now you've got women wanting to bang love interests. Yeah, yeah. Women wanting to bang you in the real life, in the afterlife. Just And you're just a stump. You're a nothing. <laughs> just a, you're a, a remnant of a man. Going. She for her dying breath, she sure had a lot of breath left though. Cause she yeah. like goes through like a whole thing about how she's like, you know how I said I didn't believe in God? Well, I do. It, 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 like just, just a whole like sermon about that. And then she's like, also, mm-hmm. I've been secretly in love with you the whole time. And like explains her whole character arc. Uh-huh. And then like 
by that time, like three minutes have passed, and then she finally dies. <laughs> yes. He's like, no, we could get you some help. No, 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 fuck that. I got a lot more talking to do. Uh, so this poor guy, I think the his neighbor who really wants to fuck him should maybe consider that everyone in his life dies. He's that type of main character. So just, just mm. a little warning for her. Uh, his boss finally takes his gun and badge because his partner, before she died, told everyone about his dreams. He's like, he's following leads from dreams. Uh, so anyway, th- th- his boss is one of those like 80s cop bosses who just doesn't believe obvious shit. So he's like, no, boss, I went there to talk to this guy. And then he tried to kill me with a car. And he's like, no, that's just a coincidence. People are always killing each other with cars around here. <laughs> Which, you know, still seems like, like a problem. Look into it. Yes. I, I, he's like, I, I swear, boss, if you go down there right now, there's like a hundred guys with machine guns and rocket launchers. It's the most the obvious business. weapon smuggling op- operation I've ever seen in my entire life. Nah, you're fucking crazy. And if you go down there, I'll have you arrested. It's, it's the Colonel's crazy rocket launcher depot. Everybody knows about that. They're having a great sale today. You'll find a dusty Dick Tracy car just filled with bullets that I put there. Uh, we're not looking to look. You're allowed to run over cops in my town. Well, former cops, give me your fucking badge. So David goes home as a civilian. Uh, and the first thing he does is saw a fucking shotgun barrel off. And his sexy neighbor, is, he take, she takes this opportunity to come into his home and try to fuck him. She's like, oh, As she sees like a maniac <laughs> sawing off a shotgun. She's like, I still want a piece of that. <laughs> I think we may need to consider the at, at this point that maybe this lady has some issues. Yeah, I, I feel like she's got a strange fetish that we may never understand because my fetish is Robosaurus and that's it. Uh, the colonel is uh, hanging out with a guy named Tyrone who is fantastic. He has a Gumby haircut with a knitting needle jammed through it. He rules. He's the best. <laughs> he, he talks exactly like the other black guy. Just, yes. Which is to say, a problem. <laughs> yeah, we won't be yeah. repeating any of his lines. Uh, but now Jeremiah shows up, and uh, just as David's about to just run in there with a sawed-off shotgun into a very into a, a very rocket launcher depot. <laughs> yes, and Jeremiah shows up and just fucks up his infiltration. Uh, he says, how you- "He says, give me thirty seconds of the rest of your life." <laughs> that almost so, sounds like something until you realize it means nothing. No, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a fair argument. He's like, hey, I, I know it sounds completely crazy that I'm a time traveler who is here to teach you about the power of transformation so that you can uh, turn your son's tiny Robosaurus into a big Robosaurus and fight <laughs> an entire army of arms dealers. But like, you're going to kill yourself anyway, so you may as well listen to me. Right. I do love that he's not there to show him a more peaceful path. He's there to say, like, no, your shotgun won't win. You need to kill all these motherfuckers with Robosaurus. I'm, Don't you want I'm to blast you fire out your nostrils? Yeah. Make, make no mistake. I'm not, like, some time-traveling monk. Like, we're going to kill these fucking bitches. Uh, so he's like, take your love for that boy and, and that toy and turn it into a flaming massacre. Uh, so they build and build and build and build. As if like it's finally going to happen and then nothing. So, God damn it. It's just, <laughs> it's exactly what his Asian neighbor would experience. I feel exactly. <laughs> I was so just, I was, you know what? I've seen this movie and I don't believe that Robosaurus is in this. 
at this, at this <laughs> yeah. point in our notes. I don't believe it. Yeah, I, 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 at this point, I was convinced he'd never show up. Like, and like, he didn't, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we are uh, now an hour and 15 minutes into it, and he's still not turned into Robosaurus. Even though this guy the whole time has been nagging him to do it, Robosaurus is growing impatient. He's doing Robosaurus shit as the Robosaurus toy. He's like, fine, I will take care of the bomb as the remote control toy. I don't <laughs> That's care. all I'm going to get I, in I, this show. I'm sure the remote control toy would have taken down that entire uh, building full of arms dealers if he had to. I like that show too. I just need more Robosaurus. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremiah's plan now is to call the arms dealers over and like try to trick them into killing him, hoping that Robosaurus will finally save this homeless saxophone player. He's arrested twice for vagrancy. He'll be like, no, you, you do not mess with my best friend. The dream guy I keep arresting. Uh, so that's his plan. <laughs> to which they'd say, it goes like this. The, the, the gangbangers say, what are you doing out here, old man? And he says, finding out a friend of mine is a powerless chicken. <laughs> and here's the, no, here's the thing. All the gangbangers laugh, but they don't yeah. get it. They don't know David's over there. They have yeah. no context. They have no idea what that means, but they're like, ah, <laughs> uh, Fuck whatever his, that guy his is. His that that's how good of an actor he is. Yeah. Uh, and and so then just... and then the the boss gangbanger's like, nah, don't kill this guy. Just let him go. <laughs> He's fucking funny as shit. Didn't you hear that line? <laughs> let's go get that. Let's go get his chicken friend though. So is so he like he like doubles down on antagonizing the guys with guns. Right. And that's something he's been doing this whole movie. Like, um, he makes it quite explicitly clear that he can die that he's yes. he he's so like won't times. die by natural causes but if he gets shot he'll die and then like immediately after that while a cop has his gun in his face he's like did you it, 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 while he's arguing with that cop he's like what would your dead son think about that to paraphrase <laughs> to paraphrase a a wise man from the start of this movie you don't say a line like that if you if you want <laughs> to survive uh -huh. it. Yes, the two main characters are both tired of living, for sure. <laughs> Everybody with an unexploded son, raise your hand. Oops. <laughs> You're treating me like you treat that hot neighbor of yours. Not doing shit. Uh, so he keeps fucking with the guards and... Uh, now it's working. Like he, his death is imminent and David's like, Oh, I've got to save him. And he starts to turn into Robosaurus. And the acting decision he makes here is very much, uh, ecstasy. Yeah. He it's is, very Robosaurus sexual. is making him come. He's just over by the gate hiding, but he's just getting blasted in his soul's holes by his dead son's toy robot. Just and this, like, there's like a mysterious yes. storm that blows in. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The, the his his face is lighting up. His his hair is blowing around. Very anime stuff. Seems, seems kind of um, like he's thrusting yes. along to the lightning strikes, which uh, which rules. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I wish the whole thing I, I, had been that. And I mean, like this is this is honestly like screenwriting one hundred and one. I think if you really want to build tension, what you got to do is like 
have one of your characters go over and just ask guys with guns to shoot him and mm-hmm. then have the other character just stand in a corner jerking off as yeah. fast as he can so that yeah. he comes before the guy gets shot. <laughs> so that That's he, tension. So that he comes a full-sized Robosaurus. <laughs> so that he ejaculates over. Robosaurus. Jeff, I want to add a fetish to my list of fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> we are That's learning. It now. This is a learning podcast. Uh, so Robos- he transforms into Robosaurus. Wait. No, he's still him. That's what it says in my notes. I was so excited yep. that he'd become Robosaurus. And then it's like, no, wait, what the fuck? Like, I'm like legitimately confused for five straight seconds where Robosaurus is over on the side and he's kind of looking over at Robosaurus. And, uh, and that was again, his power like, all along was to make the toy big. But again, I did the same thing. I did not get that. I was like, what the fuck? You promised me like he's going to turn into Robosaurus. And I was expecting like, I don't know, American werewolf in London style yeah. transformation sequence or something. Yeah, like, I'm a, also, like an awesome turbo team, like a useful turbo team. <laughs> I'm also confused because I don't know if he, like, I don't know if he did transform the small toy into a bigger Robosaurus or if he summoned it because Robosaurus wasn't with him. That's right. true. So he did ejaculate a Robosaurus. Or maybe that it followed. I don't know. I, I think Nobody ejaculating knows. it is the most likely explanation. <laughs> An hour Here's and one problem 20 minutes this. for the scene. And this is how much we understand it. <laughs> My problem is that if he didn't transform into Robosaurus, we know that any maniac with like a monster truck show can make a Robosaurus for $2.2 million. Like mm. that happened in the world we live in. <laughs> so he doesn't have any kind of a superpower at all. He just is nearby a thing that exists. And rules. Um, he's nearby a thing rules. that rules, which, you know what? It's the best thing he's done so far mm. is to stand next to something awesome. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I got so you got to credit the drug dealers, which who would see a Robosaurus, which in their world does not exist. So they don't know. Right. Nobody knows yes. this exists. It's not even a toy. It's a toy they custom built. So uh, mm-hmm. the flame throwing 30 foot tall robot dinosaur showed up on their front gate and they were like, we got to kill this thing. It's a fucking work <laughs> ethic. My God, <laughs> I they don't think like, hey, is this one of the boss's new toys or something? They're just like, we got to fucking kill that. Whatever we that gotta is. We got to kill that. That is yeah. that is enemy. Robosaurus is enemy. And Robosaurus goes about two miles an hour because it really is just the actual Robosaurus that they drove out to this warehouse. So it's a very it's a real practical effect they're doing. So these guys could theoretically like lightly jog into their place, load all their trucks and leave. The, the building's fucked. But like, as mm. long as you move at two and a half miles an hour, Robosaurus can never get you. It's like the It Follows monster. Like, you just <laughs> stay on the move. You've got to stay uh, six feet away so it doesn't get you with its one ability, flamethrower nostrils. <laughs> so, so here it is just really driving over crates and fences in a warehouse parking lot. And I love this. It's it's so real, but also looks so fake. I, I don't. Like while but I was it watching, is really like, happening. They use models. It's really but happening. like, no, they really did it. They just somehow made it look fake i don't know it looks it looks faker than most like 80s action movies but we know for a fact that that was a real giant robot that like really tore parts off that building and lit it on fire yeah it's so awesome and (laughs) then he reaches in and he grabs the bad guy through the window and he is squealing and squealing which uh again it's on on point for this show like people in danger in this don't just die like in an 80s show they squeal and plead for their life and it's really troubling. And it takes so, it, it does take several minutes to kill anybody in this show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, unless they're, I, oh, wait, no, I was going to say unless they're the partners or the, the, the unless, main character's partner. Or but no, she took three, she took a solid three minutes after yes, being killed to yeah, actually that. die. Really just the, the boy got out of this easy yeah. with, with the explosion. Yeah, but even he left like 40 minutes of dreams and voiceovers <laughs> Uh, um, oh, and and the gangbanger, he died pretty pretty quick. Anybody who gets killed with a rocket launcher, that's yeah. probably why. Oh, Obviously, it was a, people it was in this universe, p- people in this universe are so much more resilient than they are in our set in in our reality, right? So that's they need to kill them with rocket launchers, uh, or else they'll just suffer. Yeah, it's... just listen to him complain for an hour. So Jeremiah walks up while his guy's being dangled from. Rosehorse just squealing, but by, by, but to be clear, by his suit, like he's not in any physical pain unless like it's kind of pinching his armpits or something. But and, he's fucking. But, but again, he's got Rosehorse phobia, and he's just learning yes. that. <laughs> uh, so Jeremiah laughs at him, and he like demands an apology. And the guy's words, I wrote. You probably wrote this down in your notes, Brockway. His uh, uh, his apology. You know, I I did not. But you'll remember when you hear it, he goes, Mr. Man, Mr. Handsome Man, I'm sorry. That's right. Mr. Handsome <laughs> really, <man>. really good. <laughs> Mr. That. Man, Mr. Handsome Man. <laughs> He's just, just I, I have like no notes on this script, honestly. It's perfect. There's there's yeah. nothing I'd change about it. It's just I'm okay. learning that I will forgive a lot if the last 10 minutes of your movie are Robosaurus. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with both of you, like, I was complaining earlier, but an hour and 15 minutes, Robosaurus appears, and I'm like, I love it. I, I, this is fucking magical to me. Yes, this uh, is great. So it would have been better if you did this at the start and the whole thing was this, but you yes. know what? Fine. Yeah, so the first two episodes of this show would have been shit, but then the third episode, you'd be like, okay, we're getting somewhere. I, I do want to talk about that, though, because uh, next to the movie, uh, David is chasing the colonel through an escape tunnel. And the Colonel carjacks just a piece of shit, like a suspiciously looking piece of shit, which you'll find out later. It's because Robosaurus eats it. <laughs> they like, they didn't want to like spring for a real fancy car. It's because it's just... Robosaurus can do one thing. He can pick up a car exactly that size, lift it up and then blast fire on it. That's the only thing he was designed to do. And, and to he clear... sure as shit does it in this yes. movie. Yes. And the bad guy is in it. Like this rules. He, they don't say like, oh, no, we need to take him in for fucking information or to have him see justice. It's just like, no, Robosaurus ate him. He's dead. <laughs> Grabs uh, the just, you just just a bunch of Chihuahua screams and then <laughs> they 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 drop the car on its on its top. Just so you know, he did not make it out of that. And then yes. it explodes. Because yes, that's, on that's fire. What it explodes. He does a fucking Jurassic Park T-Rex roar and then vanishes. With the car, and, it the Robosaurus yeah. and the car vanished to the Robosaurus dimension. I guess do <laughs> they to hell. wait? Do they like live in his subconscious now? Is that where he summoned Robosaurus from? So now he has Robosaurus and a shitty station wagon. Is, it, is, and is, is Robosaurus is Robosaurus a stand? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best fucking stand. I was just thinking that. Uh, if he is pulling all these dark souls into him, they could do an episode later where they go inside Robosaurus and like the find all their dead villains. The junkyard like that, of horror that lives in David's brain now. Yes. This is I why he watch- can't fuck. He's just got corpses and destroyed station wagons in his brain. 
we really lost something amazing when this pilot wasn't picked up. I, I think we're realizing that now. There's so much potential. I, I do love that um, his transformation power was not becoming it. At this point, it's growing on me. Uh, I guess it's weird that they're just toy growing powers. So if his kid had a like a Teddy or Ruxpin, toy ejaculating powers, it's not yes. entirely clear. Yes, yeah. he'd be like squirting out his kid's favorite toy, whatever it was, and then be, you know, a giant storytelling bear rampaging through the city, or what, a giant hockey stick, or whatever the fuck. So the next day after this, he is back on the force. Like they're like the dreams of his panned out. So they're like, if if that's how you get your intel, that's fine with me, officer. And Jeremiah is going to wander on. And then he's like, okay, cool. I taught you how to be Robosaurus. I, I really have a job to do. I'm a time pixie. I got to go tell other people how to transform things. And then he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll just move in with you for 50 years. And that's <laughs> like a real conversation they have just to sort of say like, no, I'm, I'm a recurring character on this show. Should you pick it up? In that, in that and, conversation, maybe slightly before it, David gets a voiceover line where he says, after he summons a Robosaurus to destroy all of his enemies, he says, suddenly I don't feel so powerless. <laughs> fucking homie you were a white cop in an authoritarian yeah. dystopia you're like the most yeah. powerful thing that ever existed and you're like yeah now that i have robosaurus i'm not so scared anymore <laughs> he literally went to a psychiatrist and said i'm insane take this power of life and death from me and the psychiatrist was like no so i i think what what we're all getting from this right now is that this is probably the most accurate portrayal of a cop in all of fiction it's true yeah we yes. we, we have learned he's, he's, he's got tragedies. all the power He's got all the power and he's just like, I need, I need a $2 million giant robot that shoots flames from it. I'm pretty right. sure that the New York police budget like had that underwritten. Oh yeah. It's why they all, it's why, it's why fucking small this town year, police now own APCs. You could see Robosaurus as an allegory for like police budgets. Just this is the police military the spending. The oh, police yes. military industry behind me represented by a robot dinosaur. So this was an important video essay. I see, I see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, we've That's we've right. really cracked an important also, truth about this this movie. Also, before we, we, we check out of it, in that same scene, the chief who gives him his gun back says, listen, someday you got to teach us all to dream. Might make us better cops. <laughs> Is that what's wrong with cops? Has that been the problem with cops? I was wondering what the message of the movie was the whole time, and then it, 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 cops don't dream. Cops don't. Cops don't dream enough. That's the problem. No, the message um, of the movie was that the power of cum retention grants you control over Robosaurus. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. In 2020, a crack commando unit was sent to internet prison for crimes they absolutely did commit. These mavericks promptly escaped their corporate captors and fled to bespoke comedy websites where they paid the ultimate price. $50. Today, they survive as hot dogs of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Supremes. Three Finger Louie, the man with the plan. Aaron Croston, 
the muscle. Adrian Hisbrook, the face. Aiden Moak, the wild card. Alpha Scientist Java, also wild card. Unandy, the wildest card. Andreas Larson, wild card. Armando Nava, wild card. Benjamin Sironen, the face of a wild card. Bim Talzer, wild card. Brandon Garlock, wild card. Brian Saylor, wild card. Brianne Whitney, wild card. Brockway loves the meat millie. That's a wild card. Cyril, considered a wild card by other less wild cards. Chad, wild card. Chase McPherson, wild card. Chris Brower, wild card. You get too many wild cards together, they start agreeing on plans. That's when you call Curious Glare to rewild those cards. Danby, wild card. Dean Costello, wild card. Donald Finney, wild card. Dr. Awkward, the wild card. Eric Spaulding, the pilot and wild card. Fancy Shark, wild card. Wild card Jellaho, Hambone wild card. Haraka, wild card. Hot Fart, wild card. Jaber Al Aiden, wild card. Jacob Thornburg, wild card. This one goes out to the wild cards, but especially to Jeff Araski. Jeremy Neal, a whole fucking deck of nothing but wild cards. John Dean, wild card. John McCammon, wild card. John Minkoff, wild card. Josh Fabian, actually a pretty tame card. Until you double tap to activate and he enters wild mode. Josh S, wild card. Ken Paisley, wild card. K&M, wild card. Laziest man on Mars, wildest card on Earth. Matt Riley, wild card. Michael Lair, all the girlies say he's pretty wild for a card guy. Michael Wells, wild card. Mickey Loman, rogue wild card. Mike Styles, wild card. Moju, wild card. ND, wild card. Neil Bailey and Neil Schaefer, Neil wild cards. Nick Ralston is a boat guy. All boat guys are wild cards. Nick H, wild card. That old wild card Ozzy Olin. Patrick Herbst, wild card. Rain Vargas, mute, mimic, martial arts master, and of course, wild card. Rhiannon, wild card. Sarkovsky, the wild card. Spotty Reception, wild card. Ted H, part-time wild card, full-time wild card. Oh, that wild card, Timmy Leahy. Toasty God, wild card. Tommy G, wild card. Yosarian, wild card. And featuring special guest Tom Sakula as Sick Orphan Bobby Baskins. The absolute wild card of the Children's Oncology Ward. <laughs>